Hmm. There are two things that I'm delighted by. One is the fact that when I, the very second that I logged on, you were there ready, like a dog that was ready to go outside. So I'm glad that this is the highlight of your day. Uh, like a dog that was ready to go outside. Yeah, could be offensive a little bit. To you or the dog? And then, and then also, um, uh, you're eating a sandwich. It's a little late. You must really be you. You must really be working hard. You take a couple of days off, and uh, things start stacking up for the first real day of work back. Well, I think regular listeners to the Managing Expectations podcast can realize you've taken more than a couple of days off, Mister Family Man. A, f- a few days off. You've been gone. No. What? what, Okay. So like you went to, okay. First of all, howdy. First of all, howdy. (laughs) Okay. No, we're going to do this right. Remember that guy from police Academy? Yeah, he was like in all 18 of the Police Academy movies, uh, as I recall. I may have seen the first one, but if I did, it was in 1983, and I was drunk. I don't think I saw it. It was either that or the French lieutenant's woman, I can't remember. Howdy, welcome to the Managing Expectations podcast. We're so happy to be back with you. I'm your host, Jeff Winger. With me, as always, is the aide-de-camp, that PBJ chewing, world traveling, distinguished grand at the temple, wait, distinguished at the temple grand, aide-de-camp Brian Grimm. Howdy, Brian. Howdy, Jeff. Good to be with you. Okay, so um, uh, uh, let's let's just back up real quick. Let's not give the wrong impression. I have not been traveling the world during a pandemic. No, a lot of, listen, a lot of people in your demographic go to Nantucket in August. Sure. I did not go to Nantucket. St. Croix? I did not go to St. Croix. I did have a LaCroix. Anchorage? Not Anchorage. Anchor Steam? <laughs> nope. Okay, so um, we 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 missed we missed recording once uh, because um, uh, you had a family situation that you had to attend to. I did. Uh, yeah. Now, I'm sorry. Something had to be removed from your from a relative's sphincter. Is 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 that what happened? No. That's and then the, no. It was something about the back, right? It was the back, not the back side. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know why I would have thought that. Uh, and then 
Uh, please. I mean, I, I just, I don't want to steal your thunder. Um, I just need you to bring it. Because um, I know you wonder why you even bother to bring the thunder sometimes. Um, um, where, where'd you, where'd you, what, what were you doing last weekend, Brian? Last weekend, uh, my family and I, we took a road trip to so table your wife and kids. So the four wife of you? And kids, four of us to Table Rock Lake in uh, South Missouri. Missouri. Yep. So uh, drove from Denver, uh, spent the night in Salina. I think we spent the night in Salina. Yeah. And, and then uh, pushed on through into uh, the campground at Table Rock Lake. So from Denver, you took a southeasterly course and you didn't go straight across on 70? Uh, we did go straight across on 70. Oh, okay. And then in Kansas City, you headed southeast? Yep. Now, now so, so let me help, help me with the geography here, buddy. Uh, Table Rock Lake is like south central Missouri? It is. And it is a beautiful state park where there is nature and outdoor activities. And if a guy was going to fly in, what would be the nearest city to fly into? Oh, well, Joplin's not too far away. It's a little ways. Does DIA have a lot of um, flights to Joplin? Don't think so. I mean, are there any other notable cities nearby? Uh, uh, Branson. Branson's not far. Branson, Missouri. Isn't that something? <laughs> the Star Chamber of the Trilateral Commission of Suck. Those aren't your words. <laughs> According to the great Joe Queen. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and that wasn't Branson um, at, in total. It was, uh, uh, I think it was the Osmond Dinner Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, just the four of you? Uh, no, I met up with my, um, my mom and my sister and her husband. Uh, they live outside of Atlanta. And so this was a nice uh, midway point for us all. And then, of course, my older brother and his wife and two kids, they, they, they went along too. So did you, so did, uh, did you and your brother's family, did you guys like drive together? Did you kind of caravan? No, no, no. Every, he's, man, every man for himself. Yeah. He has a, uh, a, a, a great big SUV and uh, a travel trailer that he tows with it. Really? He does. Yep. Must be nice. Must be nice. What did you do? I, uh, I, I took a different route. Uh, well, Maybe that's how. Maybe I'll 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 do it the grim method next time. How, how did you? How did you? What did you do? Just the Brian Grim method. Um, listen, I don't have an SUV that is large enough to pull um, a trailer for four people. Um, nor do I have a trailer. So what uh, what we did is we rented an RV, uh, 
there's a guy who lives in Arkansas, which isn't too far away from Table Rock Lake. No, because Branson's pretty much on the border, isn't it? Uh, Table Rock Lake is real close to the border. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he he has like seven or eight RVs and he, he rents them out. And so he went and dropped it off at the campground, hooked it up to the electricity and made sure that the tanks were clear and, and everything was full and and uh it was, it was pretty great and so uh then i re- also realized that i don't have an suv that's big enough to to carry all of the stuff that four people need so uh so i rented a a ford expedition for the trip as well okay you know what i'm done paying for stuff in this in this partnership you are bougie as all giddy up this is unbelievable it's like i'm talking to malcolm forbes i rented a ford expedition it was really nice (laughs) you think what would that be like an 800 dollars a month car payment uh and i i built one online because i was impressed with it Uh, this particular this particular vehicle would cost someone $80,000. Can you believe it? No, not really. That's a lot of money. For a Ford Expedition. Okay, so serious question. Um, Was it it expensive to rent? Because I heard that um, rentals were expensive because nobody was renting because of the pandemic. Um, it wasn't, no, there's actually a huge shortage of, of car cars that can be rented. Um, really? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it wasn't, exp- it wasn't crazy expensive. It was about the price of a, uh, maybe, maybe two round trip tickets to, to Branson, someplace, to Branson yeah. or Joplin, whatever. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, all right. Um, uh, yes, sometimes you've got to, you, you've got to, well, you got to have a, um, uh, you got to have a vehicle that'll haul the troops. Yep. You know? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So here, here's what some, even our uh, faithful uh, listeners may have forgotten. Uh, your mom is an aging hippie. So please tell me that like she walked around naked or did something super crazy because she was in nature. Did she just like, she like try to like commune with the birds or something? No, nothing like that. I mean, I, I, did she try to, did she find like a beehive and try to scoop the honey out? I like just, I just imagine like all sorts of, like so even if she's like wearing a hemp dress um i'm just like i'm I'm imagining her you know just getting into all sorts of winnie the pooh like hijinks oh and then blaming the establishment (laughs) no not nothing like that i uh i really can't uh i really can't share any amazing stories 
I think I I, I think her. You no, know, we don't have the mystery solving grannies here. There's no reason to be scared. <laughs> I'm not gonna make something up. No, it was uh, it it was fine. You know, I think that she's just gotten to the to the point in her life where her days of foraging for natural mushrooms are behind her. You know, here's the thing with mushrooms. Like, 95% of them will kill you. So, I mean, you think about the wisdom of the ages to know, like, which ones have, which ones taste excellent on pizza, and which ones are um, medicinal, and which ones um, will make you see Winnie the Pooh. And then, like, the other 95% will kill you. Yeah. I don't possess those skills. Uh, nor do I. Yeah. So, okay, okay, okay. So did your mom, like, have her um, bound volumes of the uh, Whole Earth Catalog or the Fox Fire books so that she could do everything, like, living off the land? No, she... she well, she... well, you essentially have a shield a shield helicarrier brought up from arkansas for you and your you and your children to like listen to paganini and <laughs> <laughs> your daughters like father i fear that the air conditioning is on the blink it's plummeted to 67 degrees you know mother and i prefer it at 60 69 to 71. Well, darling, I will see if I can call the gentleman who owns this RV and get him out here post haste. <laughs> post haste. Uh, okay, so everybody was vaccinated, of course. So the thing about table hello, box, wait. hello, hello, <laughs> right? Just like everybody in Branson is vaccinated, <laughs> and at the tabletop lake RV. Of course, did, did you did you actually like come into contact with anybody? No, not really. Okay. Okay, so while you were in um, Howard Hughes's, you know spruce goose uh what what were your what was your family sleep with the rest of your family your extended family sleeping in so my sister and her husband they they are comfortable tent camping they they go camping frequently and they they slept in a in a tent which is you know they had a pretty nice setup they've got a ton of the gear so they weren't i mean they were roughing it compared to the uh 38 foot trailer that Somebody else was sleeping in, <laughs> and uh, but they but they you know they certainly have the provisions to to be pretty comfortable there. Uh, as I mentioned, my brother and his wife, uh, they've got a travel trailer. Uh, which is that like a pop up? No, they, it's that's one that they tow behind. So it's probably it's probably like a twenty, I think it's like a twenty three footer or something like that. Twenty five. Okay. A couple fold out beds or whatever. Um, okay. uh, the matriarch 
um, she uh, had, they rented a trailer, but they towed it themselves for, for her to sleep in. That was nice of them. Yeah, they have a, uh, they have a Toyota 4Runner, um, a V6 Toyota 4Runner that's probably 10 years old. And they said that they got like eight and a half miles to the gallon. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Um, you know what, though? Uh, when I think about uh, your mother uh, sleeping in the other side of the tent uh, with me and my wife, eight and a half miles per the gallon. Uh, I mean, if I was your brother-in-law is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would have. Small price to pay. Yeah. Small price to pay. Yeah. Okay. Well, sounds like you guys had Fort Grimm. Fort Grimm. Uh, yeah, it was a nice spot. Uh, we rented a pontoon boat for the afternoon out on the lake and, uh, what was the weather like? Was it, was it nice? It was great. It, I was, I was kind of expecting it to like, I checked the weather and it said it was going to be in the mid nineties. And I thought, Oh man, this is going to be hot. And, uh, you know, 70, 80% humidity or something. And, uh, it was actually, it was actually very comfortable. Okay. Um, there wasn't hardly anybody out there. It's required at the campsite. Um, well, that's probably, you know, it's probably pretty smart to go the week after Labor Day. Yeah. That way, uh, yeah, because I can only imagine what kind of CPAC shenanigans would have been going on the weekend before. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, okay, so, so, so a pontoon boat. So you're not talking about like one of those two seaters where you paddle, but like, could you dive off it? Could this kid swim yeah. off of it? Yeah. So we swam off of it and, it and it had two water slides coming down off the back. So it had like a, an upper deck, uh, second level. And unbelievable. It's called the big, it was called the big kahuna. <laughs> that is like, that is such an, okay. You know what? credit is due you didn't go to disneyland okay right so i just need to stop my belly aching and griping and complaining but you still spent a ton of money to go to um a place Rock where Lake. two weeks ago you swore was one of the last places on earth you would ever want to see did you know that when those words were coming out of your your mouth? I had no you idea. Disingenuous weasel. I had no idea. And and uh, the shame. Smarmy Clintonian <laughs> balderdasher. Define the word Branson. Have you have you, have what you your seen, definition of Branson is? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the ads for this uh, American crime story impeachment? Uh, I have. And um, you know, we I think we talked about um, that American crime story, uh, the OJ trial. Mm -hmm. I thought I thought it was very well done. Mm -hmm. Um uh 
but I don't. I think there may there may have been another one. And I'm not sure I saw it. Uh, it's going to be on FX. It's going to be on FX. The other one was uh, uh, Gianni Versace, the uh, murder of Gianni Versace. Oh, right, Versace. right, right. No, I didn't yeah. see that. I didn't see it either. Um, oh, I, th- I thought they did one that was not something famous. But um, um, I heard that Margot Martindale plays Lucy and Goldberg. Uh, and I, I think Margot Martindale is just the cat's pajamas so yeah she was great in justified and she was really great in the americans uh she was in a show um that was on briefly called the riches that Mm. had promise um so it's been several years ago on fx it only lasted a season and a half but it was eddie izzard and minnie driver played um Oh, I don't know. Uh, like, they, they don't, I don't think that they said gypsies, but they were like people who live Nomads. on their own. And it was what? Nomads. Yeah, okay. But there was like a group, kind of like a tribe of them. And uh, it was after the financial crisis. And so they're like all these empty homes. And so they moved in to somebody's abandoned home and just, took on a new identity and it was about the same time that Mad Men was um, uh, in its stride I mean early but in its in its stride and I think with Don Draper and whatever the name of the Eddie Izzard character is um, I thought it was just an interesting uh, sense of um, imposter syndrome guys who are like just you know functioning at a certain level but just waiting to be exposed as the total frauds that they are and um for some reason that that really appeals to me yeah i don't know why i don't know why I, i i can identify with people like that because in almost any situation i'm in i just think man nobody deserves to be here more than me I am, I am just crushing it. Okay, so um, so anyway, Margot Martindale was in that. Uh, so she's been around for a little while. Yeah, That's yeah, great. she's she's been working hard. Mm-hmm. Good, good for her. Um, but I, it's funny uh, because uh, there's some there's some other uh, show on Hulu, some sort of documentary. I don't know. They do a lot of dateline 2020 kind of crud and um i i really i don't want nor need to uh relive any of that clinton lewinsky period right um yeah it was, i mean it was, it's 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 it, it was uh I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, the, the details of it are unsavory. Phrasing? Are, uh, sorted. Yeah. Sorted. That's what I was looking for. You wouldn't That's want to say way. unappetizing either. Jack, Distasteful. Yeah, Jack, 
we're gonna we're gonna need <laughs> we're gonna need a couple silence but a couple moments of silence here <laughs> as, as unless like unless you say jack at minute 21 and 36 seconds we need moments of silence there's he didn't even listen to it uh is he well rested Did, so okay so so let's see so your brother's kids are younger than your kids right they are yeah uh, uh 11 and 8 okay roughly okay well the kids have a good time yeah yeah we had fun uh threw the football around a little bit uh my nephew oh, had it sounds like the and, kennedys uh, you know, did a did a clam bake? Did you really? No. Bake clams. <laughs> Jack, we run we run a post route not because it is easy, but because it is hard. Uh, Matthew got a, a wrist rocket from his other uncle, a slingshot. I know what a wrist rocket is. I wish I had one. And, uh, do, where they, do they sell those? Do you have to have a permit? Surely, surely not in Texas. Yeah, there's a there's a mandatory 30 day waiting period on all wrist rockets in Texas. Uh, yeah, I I could probably walk into any place I want with my wrist rocket. Just uh, you see that right there? I uh, was that. Uh, did you get hit or was that uh, a misfire? That was, that was a misfire. I, I sent a, a jagged rock right into the back of my hand. Uh-huh. Well, you're not you're not a kid anymore, Brian. Uh that's a young man's game, messing with slingshots and you're not 38 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I had a wrist rocket when I was a kid. Uh, those were I mean, boy, you can get a lot of trouble with those. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. But um I was I was, you know, I was thinking about, you know, beefing up my home security. So I was thinking about a wrist rocket as well as a bat by every door. And as, yeah, though, want, as though I'd be able to find it or move once I got my hands on it. You want something to keep uh, for, for close contact with the bat. And then also if your enemy's at a distance, the wrist rocket. Yeah. Base is covered. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, so we had a, we had a nice time. Um, the uh, the drive was great. The, the the car that we rented had okay had cruise control, um, which why wouldn't every every car that's made in the last fifteen years has cruise control? But it has well, you know, but it's got that fancy thing where it like keeps it between the lines and keeps it between the lines and it slows down. Like when you come up on a car that's in the right lane, it slows down. And then when you switch over to the left lane, it speeds up. Uh, Mrs. Winger would like a car that automatically slows down because I find that if I, if I'm, if I've got some momentum and I get within say a quarter of a mile of the car in front of me, she inhales sharply between gritted teeth and throws her hands up against the, the dashboard. This one's going to be close. 
<laughs> for those of you with your managing expectations bingo cards, if you had Hunt for Red October reference, mark it down. <laughs> I, I we should do that. We should make. We should make. Um, oh yeah. We should. We should. We should do that. And make them we available to all of our fans and regular listeners. Is there a difference? Um, well, I, well, so here's the thing. So, um, no, no, probably not. We've, you know, like, um, uh, we've, oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. So a good time was had by all. All right. Yep. Good. And nobody, nobody got sunburned. Nobody got, uh, bitten up. How, how, how long were you gone? Four days? Uh, five days? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back to reality. Uh, it's, it's good to be back. Uh, you know, a lot of, lot of time in the car, uh, a lot of driving. You to, okay. Did you listen to music or audiobooks? Uh, we tried a couple of audiobooks, but, uh, had to eject. What'd you start? I have, I have to check with Sarah. I don't know. I can't, yeah. I can't think of the top. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was something that we were listening to that was, was okay, but not great. And I just like, you know what? I don't, oh, you know what it was? It was the new Carl Hyacin book. Um, and he's and he's funny, and he like caps captures like the criminal mind and the sense of a, of the absurd and like Florida man and all of that. But it, it just, I just didn't want. I just didn't need it. Yeah. I just didn't want it. You know, it, because after a while, I mean, when 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 uh, the bad guys are, you know, yelling their heads off, you know, af after a while, it feels like it's they're yelling at me. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, um, if, if we just double back to Bill Clinton, <laughs> just for just one moment, because this is how I was, this is how he took it. I don't care what you do. It's your life. It's your business. But just don't lie to me about it. And I, I, I have to say that beyond all rationality, I really took it personally when he like wagged his finger and said, I did not have sex with that woman. It's like, okay, well, if you say so, then you didn't, but then you did. And then, no, so now you're lying. So now it's, now, now it's a different thing. Okay, and then, and then the whole thing got just blown up and out of proportion. And I, I'm not sure there's any reason to think that uh, the, the FX drama photo play is going to, uh, um, be even-handed in its coverage though you know i don't know i think i think uh oj simpson people versus oj simpson kind of was uh, uh monica Lewinsky was like a special advisor for this the fx one so just okay you know good for her she's getting the work right so she's think, actually can you imagine um no yeah having any 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 sort of public life after something like that no right Right. Um, 
it's not like you can just like move to Modesto and nobody's, I mean, everybody literally knows who you are and what you did. So, I mean, like if Daryl Strawberry moved next door to me, it's like, oh, you played for the Mets and you melted down and did a lot of blow. I think that was you. Was that you, Daryl Strawberry, or was that Doc Gooden, or was it both of you? I really don't know. See, I don't even really know which Mets were cokeheads co in the 80s, mm -hmm. other than all of them. And uh, But with Monica Lewinsky, you totally know. So, yeah, I mean, the fact that she's been able to put together, um, you know, a life of, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I know people who, um, I, I don't subscribe to her Twitter feed, but or I don't follow her on Twitter, I guess is what you say. Um, but, uh, you know, she's shows a remarkable amount of poise and, uh, you know, she can, t you know, she can take a joke without being a joke. You know, she's not, yeah. you know, like, like, I don't know, poor Tanya, and <laughs> not really poor Tanya Harding, but I mean, like she did that like celebrity box off thing right where like she got beat up by some other has been chick celebrity i don't yeah. even know who, who she fought anyway anyway good well so anyway um so this came up because a woman at work uh was out took a ton of time off um claiming that she was sick with covid and she could, and she was always a skeptic and, and, you know, what we heard was that she's, you know, she really saw the light. She really came back and, you know, she, she got sick and now she's a believer and wishes she got the vaccine and everything else. I don't believe a word of it. She's come back. Her mask is like, you know, hanging off of her face, like a chin strap. And, you know, you know, it's fine. You know, it's, it's still, it's still her business. I just don't like to be lied to about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to feel out of place, uh, read uh, walk, a book at Tabletop Lake in um, Missouri. Walk into the Branson Walmart wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> they try to sell you some Elton John CDs and maybe a 12 pack of uh, hard, hard seltzer. Uh, for a second there, I was wondering if they're going to sell us anything at all. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the three places, uh, with the biggest spikes right now are, uh, Florida, Texas, and Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I've been, I, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> It's, it's so, and we've talked about this before, it is so difficult to believe, to really believe anything that you read about uh, the pandemic, but in, in most things in general, that comes from the media anymore. I saw a headline that, that talked about how like uh, 20, 2,500 vaccinated people have died of, and uh, that had breakthrough COVID. So that headline is pretty scary. Then it goes on to say, well, over a quarter of them, 25%, um, over 25% of them uh, did have the vaccine, uh, did were asymptomatic and died of other causes. 
Yeah. The, the vast majority of the vaccinated people who have, who have died uh, because of a breakthrough case are old. And I'm sorry, and I'm old, and I'm getting older every darn minute. Um, but, I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean, if you're 84, I don't know that, uh, you, you know, you, honestly, you're in the bonus round, no matter how you slice it. So if it's not this, it's going to be something else. And yeah, we'd all rather like go peacefully in our sleep or as you know, my old man's saying about the best way to go is to hit the sidewalk and bounce twice. And, and um, yeah, that would be great. But, it, you know, but um most most of the breakthrough cases are are old people, and without without being callous, they're going to die anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So it is it is something. Uh, the the feeling about masks is is quite different uh, from my experience in South yeah. Central Missouri. I'm, I'm, Okay, so does that surprise you? I mean, what did you think you were going to get when you went into a Walmart in South Central Missouri? I thought I would get people that uh, showed uh, a respect for life of okay. their own and, and, uh, and others. Why didn't you, I'm saying, why didn't you take food with you? We did. I mean, we, we loaded up, what, loaded up what, the cool. Were you getting ammunition and bandanas? Well, once I realized that I was staying 15 minutes away from Branson, we had to get wrist rockets crossbows yeah you know how it is on a road trip there's always a couple of things that you need so okay did you get a t-shirt no you didn't get local you didn't get some local flair no <laughs> you didn't Sarah get cool was... uncle jeff a t-shirt that says i'm with stupid <laughs> or, or... Well, tr tr trust me they were all out <laughs> My buddy went to Branson and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. Sarah was Sarah was looking for something that said maybe Ozarks on it, but not Branson, and uh, she couldn't find it. But it looks like it looks like the, the dinner theaters are back. Uh I mean people are it, it was pat I mean. Okay, so you missed week one of the NFL. Um, I did. I wouldn't. Yeah, but I. Okay. So, and apparently, um, I, I I bailed on two games, and both of them ended great. Like I bailed on the Browns uh, Kansas City game, and like the Browns were just dominating it. And apparently, Mahomes in the at the in the fourth quarter, like just. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Is this guy so good? He like just didn't even didn't just like he wouldn't even have to play the first three quarters. Just put him in in the fourth quarter. Is is Mahomes a money player? Uh, it would it would seem so. It it would seem so. Although I'm less and less a. Uh, well, anyway, I, I I'm I'm no one to judge. Um, so apparently we're okay with totally full football stadiums. Um, yeah. and again, that's, that's other people's business, but I just don't think I'd be comfortable in it. No. So, 
Um, so I start watching it in my living room and then say, oh, this is so boring. And then I go do something else. Wow, I was lazy on Sunday. I, uh, I, I, I trimmed the, used the weed whacker, trimmed the backyard. And then um, <laughs> came inside and read a book about submarines. No, I, was kidding. <laughs> um, I, talk, I talked to the neighbor for a minute and then uh, thought, you know what, I might take a nap. So I went in to take a nap. But um, um, it, it, yeah, it looks like the, the Broncos really dodged the bullet by not getting Aaron Rodgers, huh? <laughs> um who's the coach of the packers uh, flores tom flores mike For flores forrest greg forrest whitaker sherwood forrest Okay, Matt, well, okay. Matt, Matt, Matt LaFleur. LaFleur. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that means the flower. <laughs> that means the floor. <laughs> the floor. <laughs> oh, dude. Did you see the news today? I haven't watched. I haven't. No, I had a packed morning. I haven't looked at the news. Norm McDonald died. Are you serious? I am. After a uh, private battle, you know, uh, battle with cancer, he died. He's dead at 61. Yeah. So um, just because he could have been a senior when I was a freshman, no big deal. Are you really that close? Yeah. Yeah. Next month I turn 57. Wow. So anyway, um, uh, God, that his thing about world war, his thing about world war two is just the funniest thing ever. I sent it to my dad. Dad didn't like it. I don't know what dad's deal is. World War II was a serious and calamitous event. It was nothing to laugh about. I perished in the Holocaust only to be reincarnated into, the, into this life. Okay. All right. Good day. You know what? If you're, you know what? If you're Willie Nelson, you're a hundred years old. You haven't stopped smoking weed in like 60 years. Well, 65, you know, you can believe in reincarnation all you want, but if you're Dan Winger, maybe, you know, really. Okay. And here's the other thing. Okay. Nobody ever says, yeah, I was, I was a German peasant, you know, uh, you know, I mean, the thing is the people that buy into this, they all, they, they were always like, I was the great Chan over all China. <laughs> I was the princess Anastasia. 
really? Nobody that ever cleaned out a bedpan or got knocked up by a Roman who was passing through while you were tending to the, the flock and the, you know, so. Swept a chimney. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, so. Um, okay. So yes. Serious. Yeah. That, that, that's too bad. That is really yeah. too bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. You uh, asked what we listened to on the road trip. Yes, I did. Uh, we did listen to uh, quite a bit of. So Ken we're Bern- coming back to football as soon as my riddling kicks in. Yeah. Uh, we listened to quite a bit of uh, Ken Burns uh, con- uh, country music. Um, the soundtrack from that uh, miniseries. Which is pretty good. How long so, is it? Because I mean, there's probably uh, like a 15 hour like, drive. Uh, yeah. And so there's probably like 80, 85,000 songs. Where on Spotify? Oh, no, Apple I, Music. That, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So Sarah, Sarah hooked it up. And uh, so it, you know, it starts at the like the earliest country music. And, and uh, so you got the Carter to- family. Carter family. Boy, that makes uh, it do some fast forwarding, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of the I stuff. I mean, it all started, it had to start someplace, you know, and this was like the folk music of the Scots Irish people and terrific. Okay. But mm-hmm. it's all, it's all hillbilly Jesus music and it didn't get cool until Hank, Hank Sr., you know, started grappling with, with sin. I, 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 I'm sorry. I interrupted. I agree. I, I agree. Yep. But it, it did like a lot of the stuff from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou um, is, you know, was that, is that, is that old timey stuff? So. Hey, mister, I don't want to be telling tales out of school, but there's a feller in there who'll pay you $20 to sing into a can. The, one of the funniest things is that that radio guy was, was blind. And uh, and Andy and, Root, great and, character actor, great character actor, yeah. and he says that you know he'll pay them all uh, uh 20, 20 cents a piece. <laughs> he says, How many, how many of you are there? And and Ulysses Everett McGill, McGill's like, oh, There's six of us, <laughs> something like that. I, I think I'm getting it wrong, but uh, I think it was more than 20, 20 cents, wasn't it? Wasn't it ten dollars? I, I can't remember. All right, well. Obviously, we have some watching ahead of us. But the bit, you know, the joke. Yeah. <laughs> She's lying about how many. And when he came up with great names, you know, uh, for the guitar accompaniment. Yeah. Um, okay, so you listen to the history of country music. Was that okay with your kids? Was that okay with the kids? Um, I think Jack Jack put in his, uh, his uh, earbuds and probably watched something on netflix that he had downloaded the night before you hope he downloaded it otherwise if you watched all the transformers movies in in 4d no we 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 we've we've been that down that road once before i know i, I, I know <laughs> yeah oh your kids learn from correction generally oh nice yeah. i've heard of that i've just never actually seen it <laughs> yeah 
Okay. Pretty well well adjusted kids. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, Ella probably read 11, 12, 13 books. Uh, something along those lines. And then, and then we listened to no less than four Taylor Swift albums. Wow. That's a lot. The latest ones, Folklore and Evermore, are pretty depressing. Really? What's wrong with Taylor Swift? Just pandemic it's blues? A, pandemic blues. It's a lot of feelings. Oh, that girl's got feelings. Uh, okay, but not like Lou Reed, Leonard Cohen, depressing. Right? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Just not. more, just more pathos than say Britney Spears at her prime. Yes, much more. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh. Okay, interesting. You know, because I, I was thinking, and I'm a little bummed because I made a great playlist. And then uh, Mrs. Winger, when we took our road trip in whatever, July, um, she didn't want to, um, she didn't really want to listen to music. She, she wanted to listen to audiobooks. So, you know, but does she want to listen to Ann Applebaum's The Iron Curtain? She does not. Yeesh. Lighten up, babe. I got just the thing for you. <laughs> um, I can't remember. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, I, I've been so I've been listening to so I've been listening to my playlist, my road trip 2021 playlist in the shower. Next so I'm best thing. A, a minute a song and a half at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to the NFL for just a moment. Um, so it seems horrible, except maybe there'll be some good games because there were, you know, some like incredible comebacks. Uh, what was the other one I was watching? Uh, oh, the, the Steelers and the Bills. And it was like all one and then the other one won. So... Uh, you know, so anyway, I, but, but at this stage of my life, I cannot, cannot, cannot devote seven hours of my life to watching two football games. It, it just can't happen. Yeah. How's that, how's that feel? Like, like sitting down and watching nearly eight hours of football in a day. Yeah, no. And it's no, it's, it's draining. It's draining it's exhausting and it's, and it's an, inex and knowing that I don't, okay. And I know you don't like it when I talk about my mortality. Um, having just said that by the time you're 84, you're about dead anyway. Um, which I'm, you know, and, and look, I'm not trying to be mean about that, but I mean, there's, there's a, you know, again, it, it goes back to the guy at the insurance company with the actuarial tables who can tell me within 20 minutes of when I will die. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so anyway, um, uh, I, I just don't want to like spend a lot of days watching football. It just doesn't, especially since the game has changed since I was a kid. 
and I and I can't begrudge the the, the men who play it um, for wanting to be able to like have some level of cognition when they're you know in their fifties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it doesn't work out for everybody. Not everybody gets a happy ending. You know, some guys do in the NFL, and other guys end up brain damaged. Yeah. So you know, it's a it's a tough sport, and um, you know circle back on Clinton. Uh, I watched a little bit of episode two of The Last Dance, which is the one that focuses on Scottie Pippen and how little he was paid and like his simple family. And, and um, this is, you know, this is what knocks me out about Bill Clinton and, and how he is like so amazingly charming, right? Even if you despise him and everything he stands for, you know, Newt Gingrich was charmed by, by Bill Clinton, right? Mm-hmm. Newt Gingrich thought that he had a working relationship with Bill Clinton and it was just Bill. And so like, I, I, have, I have friends, I have two different friends who have met Bill Clinton at different stuff, right? And, and he, he will like look you in the eyes and he'll make you feel like you're the, like the only, not only are you the only person in the world, you're the most interesting person he's ever met. And if you want to talk policy, he will like, he will like throw down and start talking statistics. And if you, if you just want to talk dreams and aspirations, you can do that too. I mean, you know, he's like the karma chameleon, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, so he's talking about Scottie Pippen and he was just like, so engaged. And he's like, just had this smile on his face. Like it was just such a, it was such a treat. Scotty was just fantastic. He was such an exciting ball player. We all just knew that he was going to do something fantastic. I, my, my Bill Clinton kind of like veered into Tony Bennett territory there at the end. And I apologize, but uh, you know, I mean, he just had a nice smile on his face. So anyway, so that's, that's enough about Clinton. Um, Okay. So driving down to table rock Lake, uh, listening to country music from 1904 to the present. Um, I, I hear now, see, in five years in Kansas City, I never got south of Joplin until I left the state. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I hear that there's no good way to that part of the world. There's not like an interstate that goes straight there. It's a lot of curves and turns. Was it, was it, was it tough driving? It wasn't, it, it was actually pretty easy. Okay. Uh, you think that's just cause you, you're used to driving in Colorado and the mountains and you're, you're pretty awesome that way. Yeah. And it, and it helps to be in an $80,000 vehicle. That's so comfortable. <laughs> It essentially drives. It drives itself. It drives itself, and you don't even feel like the body roll of the of this, you know, three ton vehicle. I'm not this comfortable in bed or in my living room. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Now, uh, traffic was was a breeze. There was like maybe a three mile stretch of road construction in Kansas, and the rest of it was 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 wide open. Compare that to like Colorado where oh, like yeah. mudslides and rock slides and fires and 
I mean, it's like, that, it's like I the Hunger to, Games to try to get from the east side to the west side of the state. <laughs> I talked to some people that went to the mountains for something. I had some clients that, uh, and they got diverted because Glenwood Canyon had, you know, there were fires and there were, and there were the mudslides, like you said, and they had to take like a three and a half hour detour on a two lane highway to get around it. Man, you got to have gas and something to pee in. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I mean, when you're on a road trip with your family, I mean, how often do you have to stop? Uh, probably reasonable once. Reasonable bladder control? Yeah, reasonable bladder control. Okay. When, when, we, when I would get down to about a a little more than quarter of a tank is when I start getting nervous. And so I'd fill it up at that time. And, you know, when I see a decent gas station, so I'd fill it up then and then we'd all go. And do you, do you, do you really get nervous or do you just start thinking? I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get nervous. I was just like, eh, might want to start thinking about getting Papa Clonopin. No, not while I'm driving. You've made it clear you were hardly driving. <laughs> i wouldn't say i was driving under the influence where where was this technology when i was drinking <laughs> say is that a yeti are you drinking out of a yeti it is yep i've been drinking out of my yeti for the last couple of days not right now i've got i've got uh got some iced tea but um last couple of days so i had to go that i had to go to the doctor this morning it was a seven o'clock um appointment in irving's so when i left it was still dark but i took mrs winger's um mustang and uh had the top down i like pull out i pull out of the drive out of the garage i'm like wow it's really chilly out here this morning this is amazing what's going on and then it's like yeah this is kind of too chilly and like my niece, okay, so long story, Julene loaned it to her brother's family, which is like loaning it to David Lee Roth, as far as I'm concerned. But um, our niece, Julene's niece, brother's, Julene's brother's daughter, our niece. Mm -hmm. So this is like a thing. So like I said, because I think it's, I think it's like clear. Okay, it's like I say my wife's niece. Okay, but her husband, Paul, is a regular uh, listener to the Managing Expectations podcast. And so he like plays it for her. And she's kind of hurt that I don't say she's my niece. So come on. Well, I know some people she's, you know what, she she's probably the kind of girl that could listen to the last five Taylor Swift albums on a road trip. Anyway, um, our niece cleaned it up which is very nice i mean she like seemed to have a detail i mean it's like you know i just took armor all to it but it was really nice but she had she had the air conditioning on as as her aunt does and i am thinking why do you even why do you even have a convertible if you're going to have the air conditioning on i mean what is the point of that i want to get their hair messed up the tops down the, they have the ac on with the top down that don't make no sense. That is the most 
conspicuously consumptive, consumptional, I don't know. I, I, I can't think about that now. I got to worry about the family farm, but. Um, so anyway, so I, 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 I drove it over and it was, it was pretty great, but um, uh, she, was, she was right. She had dr driven it back from Houston. And um, um, the thing about a car like a Shelby Cobra convertible is you really gotta be committed to the driving. I mean, you gotta like be into like having the wind in your hair. Cause I mean, it is noisy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Even with like ear pods in, I mean, I like <laughs> sound like such a Nancy boy, but um, I, you know, it's like, I can't hardly listen to my podcasts. Um, so anyway, uh, this supercharged sports car is awfully noisy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, you go over a bridge, it's extra noisy. You go under a bridge, it's extra noisy. There's, you know, there's always some, you know, jerk that, I don't know. Want some smoke. It, yeah. Want, yeah. Wants to. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of like, uh, I'm kind of like Bill and some of the other people we know, you know, it's like, I, I like a nice quiet sedan or maybe an $80,000 um, uh, SUV that, that uh, practically does the driving for me. So if you brought that home and by the time, by the way, isn't it time for your wife to have a new, uh, We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that offline. Did she get a new vehicle? No, no. So she's still driving around that uh, reproachful Durango? No, oh, the, the, the Durango's long gone. So what's she driving? She drives the Acura. But it's an SUV? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know why Americans like SUVs? Because they're nice. Because they like... Because Americans actually want uh, station wagons, but they refuse to go back. So they get do this other thing instead, which is just like a big fancy station wagon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, you really got to commit. It's like a motorcycle. It's like a whole life. There's no way a motorcycle is the best way to travel America. It's probably, though, the coolest and most free way to do it. Okay? And yeah. I mean, yeah. So, you know, uh, a convertible is kind of like that. You know, you gotta, when, um, when our friends from Finland came to visit us, we were in, when we were in Austin, we had to take them back to the airport in Houston. And when we did, we needed, we didn't want to take two cars the way we had gone down to the, uh, gone down to South Padre. Um, so wow. South Padre hmm. must be nice. Okay. Are you kidding? I've never been there. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, if you ever want to get a sense of it, just go look at a Kenny Chesney CD and you've pretty much got it nailed. <laughs> um, my friend Dave, who is originally from Florida, says it's... Because here in, in Dallas, um, you're as far from Destin, Florida, as you are South Padre Island. And it's stupid to go splash in the brown water of South Padre Island when you could go to Destin and 
be in like sparkling blue water. I don't know. I just don't, I don't like Florida. Mm -hmm. And um, there's something so awesome. Okay. And and I think this kind of goes back to like my experience in the Philippines, but it is when you, it, it feels like you're in country when you get that far South, you know? So like, like businesses will like have hand painted signs with like the phone number and it's got like the, the American number and then the Mexican number and right. You know, and, and you just know that like, if you can just avoid Midwesterners, you're going to get like some of the most awesome authentic cooking in the whole world. But as I've said before, Midwesterners retire down there and they ruin everything because they make it lame. They make it bland. Because, you know, you get old and you can't eat the same spicy food that you used to. So, <laughs> so they're like, you know, can you make this only taste like mayonnaise? <laughs> you know? No black pepper, please. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, so I rented uh, a Chevy Suburban, the big one, like the clear and present danger kind. Only it was, cool. it was, but it, it was white, but um, it had ample room. It, so it had three rows of seating plus cargo. And by the way, Brian, I don't know if you know this, this is how they get you. Okay. They, they sell you on that three rows of seating. And then there's like not even room for your golf clubs in the, in the very back. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yep. That's, so that's crazy. So, or, so you're saying I've got three rows of seating and no trunk or two rows of seating and a trunk, just like the one that's less expensive and like that. So anyway, we had, uh, we, we had three rows of seating plus ample room for cargo. Mm -hmm. So we, we drove the fins um, to Houston. And, and it was great. Uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. I mean, that was 2014. So the technology's come a long way since then. Yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't tell you is that uh, I get into the rental expedition. It's got 10,000 miles on it. And uh, I drive it home to load everything up and I get a, a notification comes on and it says, uh, oil change recommended. I'm like, eh, let that ride for a little while. Just see. And then we get about uh, 300 miles into the trip. It says, oil change required. I'm like, what are you kidding me? I've still got, you know, 1500 miles to go. And listen, I've driven a car a lot longer than my dad would recommend me doing without getting an oil change. So I figured it'd probably be just fine. But uh, I'm like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to have a problem. You know, these newer vehicles, you know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, the whole thing gets shut down from a satellite in low right. earth orbit. Right. If you go 25 miles over the requirement. So, so I, once we got into table rock Lake campground, I found the nearest uh, service center and, and got an oil change. I uh, call, I called uh, the uh, hurt, the Hertz. Um, oh, you went with Hertz. Yeah. They, better deal. It's a Dogecoin company, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, called their roadside. They're like, yeah, if you don't feel comfortable driving the car, just take it in and get an oil change and we'll reimburse you. Here's your, 
incident report number. Not a problem. It's okay. Easy enough. Take it. When I returned the car, I hand the woman the receipt. I'm like, here you go. Here's the receipt. I had to get an oil change. Who told you to do that? Uh, your company did. Why? I said, well, it said oil change required. And I did not want to drive it for 2000 miles that needing an oil change. Well, no, that's, we don't do it like that. We take it to certain places to get the oil changed. I said, okay, well, who's, I mean, this is an $80 oil change. So how are we going to handle this? Hold on. You know, she gave me some sass. She gave me a little bit of sass over it, but uh, it all ended up in. Lady, if I wanted any sass from you, I'd ask you to take your shoes off. (laughs) So you've met this woman. (laughs) They're all, I've met all the women. Who wear sash shoes? Is that an acronym for something, or is uh, that? It might have been somebody's name. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they were like they were a company that was made in Brazil or in the U.S. for a really long time, and they started making getting made in Brazil. But they're comfortable, so old people would get them. Yeah. I ordered a new pair of boots from uh, LL Bean. Because that's how I roll. Uh, duck boots? No, no. Uh, some leather uh, work boots. Um, uh, I've been wearing the heck out of uh, these others. They're kind of they're similar to Doc Martin, except without um, you know the the uh, uh, allusion to uh, white supremacist skinheads you know, kicking Jamaican immigrants to the curb, literally. Um, So, uh, yeah, they're made in Vietnam, which, I mean, you know, I feel a kinship for the Vietnamese. I think they do a good job. Uh, You know, I've been, but I've been listening to these uh, Jocko Willick and Origin Maine uh, podcasts. I, I am fascinated, and we don't have time to get into it now, but just the idea of the, um, uh, the supply chain, because we've, we've mostly told happy stories about traveling and this and that, but um, food security is once again on my mind. Uh, and I'm at, at the risk of like being a bummer, but from a commercial standpoint, this will absolutely be the worst Christmas most of Americans have ever had. I mean, like, like not since like the winter of 42, when they are like melting down tin to, to fight the axis because, because the supply chains are, are, are screwed. I mean, either, I mean, they're having trouble getting the product or they're having trouble getting the packaging or they're having trouble getting it from the warehouse because of the driver or uh, the people. And it is, it is like across, it's across the board. I was at Sam's club two weeks ago, well, a week ago, a week ago today, probably. And um, uh, they were out of water. They were, they didn't have bottled water. And I don't know how much of this is just the self-fulfilling prophecy of people who are afraid of what might happen, but the days of emergency peas are not over. 
I told you that, right? Like in the beginning of the pandemic, I brought home a case of peas from Sam's and Mrs. Winger's like, what are you doing? You, you don't even like peas. I'm like, no, I don't like peas, but you know, if it's an emergency, okay. So like every, like a couple of times in the last year, she's busted out a can of peas and I'm like, are those the emergency peas? No, I had these before. Well, I'm, I'm going to check the emergency peas. And if there's any of the emergency peas are gone. There, uh, there were 12. There were 12 in there. Someone in this room has been taking emergency peas. <laughs> and we don't have children. Or borders. <laughs> Ketos doesn't have thumbs. <laughs> Well, that's a good thing. Whew. So uh, it was, it's, it's been kind of nice here. Like, you know, usually, you know, it's, it's only September, you know, it's, it's mid-September. Um, and usually uh, we, you know, it's like still in the high 90s, but it's been in the low 90s. So it's been really nice. It's been cooling off into like the 60s overnight, you know? So like have you been that hot? No. Been, uh, uh, oh, do you know you've been in Tabletop Mountain? Uh, yeah, that looks like 77 degrees here today. It's, it's a little chilly. You probably need, and no wonder you're wearing a sweater. No, it's just a button up, just cotton, cotton button up. So, anyway, uh, we, uh, so, so she's busted in the emergency piece, but uh, Sam's is, you know, saying only one package of toilet paper per visit and like they didn't have a bunch of water so i don't know we still have we still have a bunch of uh two buck chuck from uh julian's been trying to burn through the two buck chuck and i figure if we gotta hunker down i can fall off the wagon for a little bit you know if, i mean if it's a matter of life and death i'll drink wine okay how brave of you. <laughs> just, I just, I just feel like someone's got to be willing to be John Wayne. <laughs> I'm just doing my part. Just for the team. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's that. Okay. Um, did it make you laugh when I said, what is Billy Porter doing on the CBS halftime report? It did, it did make me laugh. And uh, this just in, I'm being informed it's Nate Burleson. <laughs> so, who's on CBS Mornings? Is it Billy Porter? Or is it Nate Burleson? Or is it some other? It's, it's Nate Burleson. Okay. Not Billy Porter. Billy Porter. Billy Porter is playing the fairy godmother in the latest remake of Cinderella streaming on Amazon Prime Video right now. I don't know about that because I'm not an Amazon customer. Uh, it seemed like there was something on Amazon that I kind of wanted to watch. Dude, have you been watching Only Murders in the Building? I have not. I, I, have, I haven't. I've heard some good things about it. I've heard some people don't like it, so I don't know. Okay, so um, there's not a lot of coarse language, but the coarse language 
that there is, is arguably among the most common and the coarsest. So bear that but, in mind but, with the kids. The coarse language is coarse. So, so. <gasps> Thanks. I was, didn't know what, <laughs> what on earth. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just, uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff is doing very well at his ASL language, uh, classes. <laughs> Fortunately, this word, um, uh, allows for a certain amount of, uh, physical gesture. Fortunately. <laughs> so, um, I mean, when you really got to be understood. Yeah. So anyway, uh, um, but yeah, no, we watched, uh, we, we just watched uh, uh, episode, I don't know, it must be four, had Sting in it. It was really good. It was really good. It, I mean, I love to hear Julian laugh so much. And, um, and there were a couple of things that just made her laugh out loud. It was great. It was, it was great. Did, did Sting bring that girl from the park? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. But Sting <laughs> playing Sting was kind of funny. Yeah. No, because, you know, he was obviously hamming it up. But I mean, I mean, uh, Steve Martin's not hilarious, but I know that he write, he, he wrote this and it's really smart, you know? Uh, it, it, I mean, he's just such a savvy guy. I mean, he grasps the whole, like, tr like the true crime podcast. You know, by the way, we're we're obviously in the wrong racket. We're doing this wrong. We're just two guys talking, and you know, and you know, it, it all ought to be scripted, and you got to develop a podcast voice, you know, like that, and. Uh, uh, he's, he, you know, he's savvy. There, there was like a line in it where he was like, he was kind of a quick, he was kind of, uh, procrastinating about asking out Amy Ryan, who's in the building and Selena Gomez says, uh, no, no, you should take your time. I mean, 70 is the new 40. And, uh, that, that, that was just in itself funny. And then He's like, I don't know what I'd say. And then Martin Short just starts saying like crazy things about it's okay to compliment anything that's not on them. So like you can compliment her purse. And Selena Gomez is, is I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think she's, she's not great. She's not totally winning, but I mean, she certainly seems to be, um, I don't know, more talented than Miley Cyrus or you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know what the kids are doing, but for Steve Martin to write this, he, he grasps a 50 year generation gap pretty well. Um, Martin, Martin Short plays a straight character, but he's um, a producer of Broadway theater. So he is in touch with his um, theatrical side. Okay. So like, he's always it sounds like kind of a stretch for Martin Short. Is hilarious. I mean, he's really yeah. he really does some funny stuff. So yeah. 
anyway. I, uh, yeah, I've been I've been wanting to check it out, and I was curious about how Selena Gomez did in it. And you know, I think overall, I think from what I've read is that it's pretty positive. So, so what she was like on the Mouseketeers? She was a she was a Disney Channel star. She had a couple of shows. Um, then she you know transitioned into a pop star. Um, and uh, I think that she's done a few like bits and movies here and there. Um, she had a a kidney, I think, a kidney transplant a few years ago. Seriously, mm-hmm. she has lupus. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Uh huh. Okay. And uh, she got a kidney transplant from like her her best friend gave her one of her kidneys. Um. So you know, kind of kind of an interesting story with Selena Gomez. No, look, okay, look, if you want to have that conversation again. I will give you the kidney. <laughs> no, and they apparently they were best friends before she gave her the kidney. <laughs> it wasn't like one of those things like, sure, I'll be your best friend. But I'm going to need that kidney. <laughs> I'm going to need that kidney. And I, I've got a team of lawyers here to write, get your signature. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I well, saw you, some. You know I saw a lot more some... about Selena Gomez than I do. Frankly, anybody younger than Katie Holmes might as well be from the moon. Yeah. I've got a teenage daughter. So you what? I've got a teenage daughter. So oh, yeah. Uh I saw something interesting about uh, Graham Yost recently. Ah. The uh the uh television producer of some really, really good TV like Band of Brothers and Justified. And Boomtown. He, but, right. So he and reigns with Jeff Goldblum. He wrote uh, and, Speed. No, you know he wrote Speed. Yeah, really. And uh, and and I didn't know that. And then I was like, How do I know this name, Graham Yost? And then I looked at. I don't like. I've seen a ton of his stuff. Uh, you know, he he was he wrote and directed a ton of stuff for Justified. Uh, he was the creator. He adapted the short story. Elmore Leonard. Yep. And uh, and then the Band of Brothers. Um, he was an executive producer of the Americans. Um, kind of an interesting guy, but that could, that going all the way back to Speed, I thought was kind of an interesting thing. You may be surprised to know I've never seen Speed. Not even clicking through, just trying to find something that maybe edited. Ever seen it? Hmm. Uh, is would you say it's like Die Hard set on a bus? It's exactly what it is. Okay, okay, okay. Well, welcome to the party, pal. I'm thinking of uh, something with a, a train, something moving. <laughs> That's me imagining the uh, the creative process behind Speed. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and then Speed Two had Sandra Bullock in it, but. It was a stinker, from what I from what I recall. Took place on a cruise liner, <laughs> which don't really go as fast. No, I mean, I'm sure that I mean I know they don't stop on a dime, but I, I just but it's just different. Like, so what was the deal with the bus? It, it like they had to it, if it went slower than eighty, uh, fifty five. 
Oh, okay. 80. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how buses work. If it slowed down below 55, it blow up. Dennis Hopper would blow it up. Right. Okay. Like manually or was there an automatic thing? No, I think that he had, I think he, he rigged something up to the speedometer. That would make sense. A lot of close shots of that needle getting very close to 55. I would think that you would want to like, maybe like break the speedometer open and just like hold it at 60 while you slow down. Did they think of that? Was that examined in the, in the, in the telling of the story? I don't think Keanu, he said, eh, that'd be kind of boring. Um, so there's that new, um, so that chick from uh, Fargo season three, um, what was her name? Uh, Mary Catherine Winstead. What's Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay, uh, and what and what was the name of her character in Fargo? Nikki Swango. Nikki Swango, and she's in a movie called Elizabeth or something on, or or Kate or Jody or it's just like a woman's name. Um, Nell. No. No. <laughs> No, Mr. Chickabee. Um, uh, so it's like a Netflix movie, and it looks like John Wick, only it's a chick. John Chick. I mean, it looks like just a ton of violence. And, and then there's like another, there's, um, there's another movie that's like a chick being violent movie um samuel jackson plays like her mentor and michael keaton's the bad guy what's that i don't know uh yeah you know uh, what I'm talking about? never gonna see it there's been there's been there's been several of those that have come out yeah uh, it's i mean john wick made which i've never seen but i've read the reviews of made made like a level of violence acceptable and now it's yeah like just transgressive nature of 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 people's sensory appetites it's going to be a thing yeah jessica chastain was in one where she was like an assassin or something are you sure Mm -hmm. kate beckinsale was in i think the other one where michael keaton was the bad guy maybe she was in that. I don't know. She's she's that vamp. She's in that vampire franchise. Jessica Chastain. I don't see. I think you're wrong. I think you're thinking of. Uh, I don't think. I, I don't think I'm wrong. Charlize Theron, Atomic nope. Blonde. Nope. Okay. Well, uh, now that I'm right and it's been established that I'm right, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for tuning into this episode of uh, Managing Expectations. It's great to have Brian back in our time zone. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, yeah, Jessica Chastain is too classy. She's very classy. Except, um, except she also uses that one word that I can that I can spell with my hands or otherwise. Uh, the movie is called Ava. 
there's no John, you're, just, you're making that up with uh, Ava is a deadly assassin who works for black ops for a black ops organization traveling the globe specializing in high profile hits when the J when the job goes dangerously wrong she is forced to fight for her own survival Ava kill or be killed there you go it sounds stupid uh, yep well I'm glad that I'm glad that the gals of Hollywood are getting the same vacuous stupid roles uh, uh, as the men Colin Farrell's in that too uh, you like Colin Farrell I liked him in minority report he was in minority report mm-hmm I've been kind of meaning to watch that again. I wonder if it would be, um, if, it, if it would seem, I don't know, prescient, prescient, um, given the state of, pub, of privacy yeah. in the world today. Uh... So, um, anyway, um, Let's next time. Let's talk some more about economics. I want to talk about supply chain. I want to talk about what people can do because pretty much I mean, most companies are just going to screw you, use you, and abuse you. I was talking and uh, and I. And basing that on a conversation, you know, there's, there's, you know, you see these signs and and, and people say nobody wants to go back to work. But I mean, the stuff where like you go by a McDonald's and it says, you know, starting up to $15 an hour doesn't mean everybody's starting at $15 an hour. Um, And, or, you know, it's otherwise got an asterisk. I was just talking to this woman I used to work with in Austin. And she's, you know, she's getting hired places, but then they like change the rules. Two different places have changed the goalposts in two different in, in the last two months. Hmm. And and they're like, oh no no, what what we mean is if you're here ninety days, not sixty, you get a signing bonus, and then also you get half of it halfway, and then the other half. Of it. You know, she got a she got an offer letter that didn't say anything like that, but she no longer trusts the system enough. And I don't know, you know, it's like, it's not like I'm a big believer in capitalism. So what are you supposed to do? You got to do something. Yeah. 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 Mr. $80,000 SUV driver. I I rented it. I didn't buy it. Probably could have bought one for what you spent on (laughs) the big kahuna and the Arkansas 38 footer and the expedition holy smokes kids once again we won't be going to london but we will be seeing nana grim if she offers you any mushrooms don't take them because it's going to be one of it's going to be one of two problems it's either going to kill you or it's not going to kill you (laughs) Either way, you don't want any of Nana's mushrooms. Go ahead and use the bug spray that we brought. Don't. Uh... 
don't use the stuff that is uh, coming out of a glass spray bottle that she wants to spray on you. Yeah, glass spray bottle. Okay, Brian, thanks for your time. It's been great. Um, everybody else, thanks for listening in. This uh, For Brian, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening to the Managing Expectations podcast. Peace and love. And if that doesn't work for you, take your best shot.